0: Funny Hello, good day, greetings, Hello, good day. and good morning. Oh, we're starting
1: with the singing. It's too early. It Please. is. I don't know what that was. Let's not. I'm so sorry.
0: I'll, forget it. We'll <laughs> see you guys next week. See you. We this won't is, even see you.
1: This is really what, a week. What pod. the fuck
0: is my problem today? oh My god.
1: Oh, we are spiraling very soon. Usually takes a little longer. I'm such
0: than a this. Fucking idiot. God, I'm such a fucking idiot. Hi! Welcome to Three Funny Ladies.
1: <laughs> uh, that's Joe Bailey,
0: and that is Susan Jacob.
1: <laughs> How are you? You know, I, I just finished our book, so I'm
0: I'm okay. Did you you just okay. finish? Did you say?
1: Yeah, I ended up. Here's the thing: I used to be such a voracious reader, uh, and just now I'm not, and if and I hate that about myself. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it um so i finally had to get
0: the audiobook oh well we'll talk about that when we get into it because i want to hear about it
1: okay um and that made it much easier obviously and it was just uh, i cried a lot more times than i thought i would at a book of essays by casey wilson so thank you a fucking lot
0: i thought about you a lot while i was reading it
1: god damn it
0: um yeah i'm excited to get into it but i don't want to get into it just yet okay um, I do need to say one thing. Um I, I talked to damn, HR. Damn it. <laughs> and you need to clean out your locker and go oh, home. Wait. Oh wait, I have a locker. <laughs> um I so there's a series on CNN uh called The History of the Sitcom. Ooh. Which is fascinating. I just love it. I really love CNN does this every now and again. They last year did a series called The History of Comedy. Um, and they're just really well done. And the one I was watching today was episode three, I think, or four. um, and it's all about sitcoms that deal with friends, not just friends, the sitcom.
1: <laughs> I would hope not. But because okay, <laughs> how much is there to know really?
0: <laughs> but uh, Marion Ross was on uh, one of the talking heads oh. on there. She is ninety two or ninety three years old, looks amazing um, if i can coin a phrase from our subject yes. of the day yes. and just sharp as a tack and just i just i is adore mary still
1: Ross. alive
0: yeah she's like 92 or 93 looks great i thought she was dead
1: she, i love her uh, i do too i'm so sorry i'm so distracted there is out my window there is a squirrel just just well, it could be dead. I don't think so. But it's just laying on the fence, just uh, just enjoying life and oh. soaking in the sun. It's just very cute. Anyway, yeah, I love her. And I, did you you never watched Gilmore Girls? I watched like half of Gilmore Girls. She was Lorelei's grandmother and she was amazing.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember that now. She was amazing. Also, Sally Struthers was on Gilmore Girls, who was also in this history of the sitcom.
1: She won, And I really
0: loved her on Gilmore Girls. One of the few bright spots of the Gilmore Girls.
1: <laughs> I loved it when I first watched it. And then, you know, watching again, I was like, ew. Oh,
0: Lorelei God. Gilmore is insufferable. Oh,
1: problematic, problematic. Well, so is Rory.
0: Ugh. I couldn't get past Lorelai. Probably if I went back and watched it again, I'd hate I hate them all except for <laughs> Kelly Bishop because I adore Kelly Bishop.
1: Oh, oh, she's so good, so 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 good.
0: And now she's going to be on the Magical Mrs. Masculine or whatever it's called. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> the Masculine Mrs. Nope, masculine. The
1: Marvelous Mrs.
0: <laughs> the Marvelous Mrs. Masculine.
1: I have not watched an ounce of that show. Not I have a neither.
0: second, Joe. I just can't because of my. Gilmore Girls thing. Oh, because uh, is, it,
1: is it Amy Sherman Paladino? Yeah. Palomino?
0: <laughs> Amy Schumer Pal- Paladino? Palomino horse. Palomino?
1: Palomino horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yes, it is. Joe likes it. He's, I think, watched all of it, right? I have, and it's amazing, and I highly
1: encourage everyone to watch it.
0: The other wall that I have with the amazing Mrs. Marvelous is. Uh, What's the name? <laughs> It's the, is the title. I just can't wrap my head around it. Uh, and Tony Shalhoub. I have a Tony Shalhoub wall.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Hmm. I think it's because he would win Emmys every single year for Monk, which I never saw an ounce of that either. But I hold it against him
1: for whatever <laughs> reason. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if he deserved them or not, but I didn't want him to get that. But I hate so him am mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think Tony Shalhoub is one of those guys that it's one of three things. You either hate him. You either love him or you have no idea who the fuck he is. Yes, I think you're probably right. Yep. Uh, actually, I'm just going to totally dispel what I just said. I don't give any fucks. I can't go. <laughs> out. I know who he is and I don't care either way.
0: Or you're completely indifferent. You either hate him, you love like, him, you don't know who he is, you or you're what? different. Those are the four things.
1: Like most things in life, there's only four <laughs> ways to feel about it.
0: These are the four things that are, um, you know, central to Tony Shalhoub and really <laughs> exclusive to Tony Shaloub's to popularity. Sh- <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh, boy. All right. Well, shall we? Let's do it. We are on a WePod schedule. So the people out there are like, let's move it along, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. So today we're talking about <laughs> Casey Wilson specifically about her book, The Wreckage of My Presence, um, but just a little bit of back little backseas about her. Uh, Catherine Rose Wilson uh, was born on October 24th, 1980, uh, which makes her 40 years old. Uh, she was born in Alexandria, Virginia, where she was raised. Uh, just some of our highlights, she made her first major television appearances with t- a two season stint as a cast member on Saturday Night Live. And she made her film acting debut in 2006 in For Your Consideration, which we covered back in the Catherine O'Hara episode. Um, she is an American actress, comedian, screenwriter. She starred as Penny Hartz in the ABC comedy series Happy Endings, which I always refer to as the late, great happy endings oh,
1: I love for show. which she
0: was twice nominated for the critics choice television award for best supporting actress in a comedy series. She has since starred in the comedies black Monday, um, the hot wives on Hulu. Uh, she was in gone girl, Julie and Julia. She was in Mrs. Fletcher, which we also covered in the Catherine Hahn episode uh, with her creative partner, June, Diane Raphael. She co-wrote uh, their first screenplay for the comedy bride wars Which is actually a movie that I enjoy with Anne Hathaway and Kate Hudson. I'm I'm just
1: going to say this right now. I will not No, It doesn't matter how close we are. It doesn't matter how much we talk. It doesn't matter how much our souls are connected. I will (laughs) never understand you. (laughs) I will never be able to say, oh, Joe would hate that. Or Joe would love that because I would be wrong every fucking time. I'm a man of mystery. You are. You're like an onion that you can't even unpeel.
0: (laughs) Have you seen Bride Wars?
1: I have. It's terrible.
0: Oh, I enjoyed it. I thought it was.
1: Joseph Marie Bailey. Oh, my God.
0: Uh, She co-hosts the ear, the ear pod, (laughs) the the podcast Bitch Sesh, uh, along with Danielle Schneider, which started out as a Real Housewives tribute podcast. Um, And she is married to David Casp, who is the creator of Happy Endings. And they have two sons and live in Los Angeles. So the rec? Oh yes.
1: I just real quick because I'll forget. Throughout the book, I thought her husband's name was Paul.
0: Did oh, you? that was her dad, and she dated two guys named Paul.
1: Okay, because then she was like, and then I married David Cass. I was like, wait, who the fuck is Paul?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she because she uh told that one story when they went like scuba diving with right. her boyfriend Paul. That
1: right, was her but boyfriend. But then she made a point of saying, not my husband, Paul. I could have sworn. Hmm. Okay. Well, I hallucinated anyway, apparently. Okay. So the wreckage
0: of my presence uh, is published by Harper Collins. Came out on May the 4th, 2021. Available anywhere you buy books. And I will have to say this. Read this book. It's so, it's
1: so, it, it, it.
0: <sighs> I loved it. I loved it. So, so much more than I thought I was going to first. Oh, 100%. I just, when I finished it, I, because I keep, uh, I have an account in Goodreads, so I keep track of everything I read. Gave it five stars out of five stars on Goodreads. It's so great. It's so funny. So funny. It's so poignant. Mm -hmm. And just, it's laughter through the tears, my favorite emotion.
1: I would suggest, if you're like me who has forgotten how to read, get the audiobook. She's the one who reads it. And so it adds that layer of you know personalization you know exactly how she would say it because she's saying it and it makes the sad parts even sadder and the funnier parts even funnier it's great
0: i'm glad that you because when i finished it and i rarely do this i finished it and i was like i want to read this book immediately again and then i thought oh you know what i can do is i can get the audiobook and i can listen to it this time how much of it did you, did you listen to it from the beginning or did you just pick up where you had stopped reading?
1: I had picked up. So I'll probably go back and, and read this but yeah, because I was reading it and I was enjoying it, but you know, the Olympics are on and I have a child and I have a husband who needs to tell me every single thing that's happened in a sitcom he's ever watched. Like it's so, <laughs> it's just, it's hard, but listening to it, you know, people can talk to me and I can nod and pretend I'm listening. And so it's a lot it's less disruptive so it it made it easier i finished it which i was very afraid i wasn't gonna finish it um and i'm so glad i did it was just i didn't realize that her mother had passed
0: yeah that was and so young too and then just like when she finds out later in the book like pretty much probably why she passed away so young uh, and just having that uh, moment of clarity and having like, and then she like wrote that letter to her. Just everything was so, uh, and it's so funny. Like, I just want to touch on this real quick too, because like when I first became aware of Casey Wilson was on Saturday Night Live and I yes. could not stand her. Hated and we talked about it on here before. Yeah. I thought she was terrible on Saturday Night And, and Live. she
1: was, and she knows she was. She's like, and I didn't she, fit.
0: Yes. She absolutely <laughs> owns up to that, not owns up to it, but she admits that it was not her best time yeah. uh, in life being on Saturday Night Live. And also, we hear this a lot from women who have been on Saturday Night Live, especially how difficult it can be. And this I thought was super interesting. I just flagged a couple of passages in the book, but they were, there was a lot of talk about her weight when she was on Saturday Night Live.
1: And she said something
0: very interesting to me. To you?
1: She said it directly to me.
0: <laughs> she called me up and she said, Suze, I know you're listening to my book.
1: She gets a notification anytime someone gets the audiobook. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> with your phone number. With your phone number. Every time someone buys <laughs> it, it comes with your phone number.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, Casey, I don't care if someone No Book is listening to it. She said her weight you either had to be one extreme or the other.
0: That's exactly what I flagged. She says, there is a dark adage that floats around SNL. You either have to lose weight or gain it to be on the show, but you cannot be in between.
1: And it's so fucking true. It
0: is. It's so fucking true. I mean, especially for the women, because of course there have yeah. been like in between men on there. Well, Keenan Thompson, I'm looking please. at you. Come on, um, then. come on. But yes, so because if you look at all of pretty much all of the women, and then you have Adie Bryant, mm-hmm. who I also adore, mm-hmm. um, but there aren't the the history of plus size women on SNL is short.
1: Yeah, but it's yeah.
0: it was such an interesting sentence when I read there that. There is like, no oh, wow. in between. Yeah,
1: and that and really, it's tr- It's so true because you can have. Truly plus, plus, plus. Chris Farley. But as long as you, but in real life, women in real life. Oh, sure. You can have plus, 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 but as long as you're like, oh, my hair, everything's done. My nails, my hair, my eyebrows. I dress cute for my size. I accessorize. People like, go, you know, I wear a bold lip. Go, girl. You're so cute. I love you. I wish you had your confidence. I wish I had your confidence. Or the standard of beauty you know skinny 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 whatever if you are in between and just a normal person living your life wearing sweats to costco and not doing your hair it's like (laughs) oh god the audacity of you um so it's so true and it just hit me i was like holy shit that's so fucking true
0: and it was really as if she sat down and said, "I need to write a book that will appeal exclusively to Joe and Sue's." And oh so, fucking God, what, what, what? Yes, her love of the Real Housewives. Oh my God. Uh, her well, actually, like slavish devotion to the Real Housewives. Yes, which I totally got. Even referencing Salt Lake City Housewives in there.
1: I know. I was like, "Oh, you really know?"
0: <laughs> yeah. I love she has a chapter of 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 like don'ts to do in society. And I love the one that said, don't throw your prosthetic leg at people
1: in a restaurant. Dead mom, weight issues, uh-huh. real housewives, things that she hates that she doesn't. Any- I was like, we uh, are one.
0: Sugar addiction, food addiction. Food addiction. The very first chapter of describing herself as a bed person. Oh my I was God, like, seriously. I finally have a term for what I am. Right. Yes.
1: I am a bed person. But here's, I will say this. I'm, I'm on the cusp. It's like my moon rising as bed person, you know, <laughs> yeah. because I used to be a bed person. Now, I think it's since I've had a kid. Once I'm awake, I can't be in bed. Hmm. I can't do it. Like what, when you like, lay around and lounge in bed, like I'll wake up and then Peter, Oh, just cuddle. And I'm like, Nope, Nope. Once I'm awake, that? I am. A, I don't know. It's like, I instantly become uncomfortable. I instantly am aware of the things that need to be done. I can't now if I'm asleep and I'm super tired, I will just sleep until I am ready to get up. Like I don't have to get up to an alarm. But if I wake up naturally, once I am awake, that's it. I'm getting up out of the bed. And Lily and Pete both hate it because they're they cuddlers and they want to cuddle. And, let, and I'm like, ah, God, don't touch me. <laughs> and yeah. So I, also, I don't like baths. And see, I do. And see, so you are obsessed. <laughs> I really am. And I don't hate them. Like I, I took a bath in this house, but that's the first bath I've probably had in 20 years. Mm, just love them. So relaxing. Yeah, I did their work and I don't feel clean afterwards. Like I like efficiency, like let's get in the water hits. We lather up, we get out. Like I like to know that every step was done. I have a certain uh, steps in which I do my shower and I hate taking a shower too, by the way. I hate it. It irritates the crap out of me, uh, but I have to do it. So I'm I'm moon rising on the bed person, but I still totally got it. Totally, yeah, totally like got
0: it. I don't eat in my bed like they do. But oh God, no, that's no no, 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 our similarities end, but
1: yeah, she gave me anxiety when talking about how messy she is, and like her car, oh, and yeah. stuff like that, I, I was like, to ah, yep. this is where we this is where we do not meet my friend you've been, in,
0: you've been in my car, you know,
1: yeah, so, but uh, she's so relatable, and shes so, oh, when she was talking about happy endings,
0: yes, yep, and I've started since I finished the book, I have started a rewatch. So I'm in the middle of season two. So funny. Just that's so fucking good. Past is just impeccable. All six of them. So great.
1: And everyone, you know, interviews that you hear with movies or sitcoms or something, and they'll be like, well, we knew we had something special. You do. You really, you, even if it's not, you know, obviously not a lot of people watched it, but those who watched it, Fucking loved it and yep. were uh, obsessive about it. Yeah. And you just know, and the way she talks about all that, I cried through all that chapter. I'm like, so God great. damn it. Yeah. Um, her whole, her dad, I love how her dad, so and so died. Oh, um, more yeah. News to come. Yeah, news to come. <laughs> and, then, and then the gardener was like, um I don't think you meant to send this to me because he just sends group text to random phone.
0: <laughs> or
1: how he'll tell his family someone's dead and be like, "Oh no, they weren't. No, yep. they're fine. They're they're totally fine. They're in Boca." But it's he goes
0: funny. into like such detail about how they died. And they're like, oh no, that that was wrong. That wasn't them.
1: The other thing that really, I'm, oh, God, I'm gonna cry. The other thing that really resonated with me is that god damn it (laughs) she's talking about her own family and how she has two sons and she has a husband and so she should be happy but she's mourning not being a Wilson anymore (laughs) because I do that to myself a lot I'm like you know I'm an adult with a family but it's you think about your childhood and you're not that person anymore and it's very it's very strange it's very weird (laughs) Uh, that unit is gone, and that resonated with me. And I was like, God, didn't, "Like, ah, this person. Sorry,
0: no, Wait. don't, don't be sorry. Yeah, she's just so insightful. No, and I. This is what I was gonna say before. I also, when I saw that it was a book of essays, I was like, Meh. yeah. But it's not really. I mean, it's just stories from her life, and it's like yeah, different. It's like, it's like you're bullshit. sitting down with her, yeah, yeah, and she's just telling you stories. I also loved the whole um, thing of her writing emails to her infant sons. Oh, my God. She started email accounts for them as soon as they were born. I think that's so... That Lovely. has instructed all of you. Yes. I step by step by step in case I die.
1: <laughs> and look at Google. Google Co end. You have to keep on top of Google or Gmail. You have to keep on top of it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She would be one of those friends that I would just be obsessed with and also be like, oh fuck, she's texting me. What the fuck now? <laughs> like, what, what insane thing is she gonna say to me now?
0: <laughs> She also has that lovely, lovely story with Louis Anderson. Oh my God. Oh
1: God. Yeah. Okay. So at first, cold. okay. I was still reading it at that point. And I thought she said, I read Louis Anderson, but my brain pressed that as Louis C.K. Oh, <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Louis C.K. just came up and sat on my lap. I was like, whoa, <laughs> where's the story going? And then it was this poignant thing. And I was like, hold on, like, I got all the way through it and had to go back, I was like, oh, Louis Anderson, (laughs) all the way through the baskets, I was like, he was not bad, Louis Anderson is the one who played the, what is, oh, because that's what she fucking said, you idiot. (laughs) Yeah, so I was, when I thought Louis C.K. sat on her lap, I was very scared for a moment. (laughs) It's,
0: I know that we're, like, a year and a half into this pandemic, but it's just, still sometimes catches me by surprise when like she writes about being in quarantine and yeah living through the pandemic and i'm like but it's ju- it just happened you know what i mean like it just yeah. feels like it's like too recent for people to already be, be writing about it yeah,
1: yeah yeah i, I was uh, there were a couple times i was like jesus when was this book written yesterday yeah. what's happening
0: yeah well and like the it is because i mean it came out in may but like the Real housewives of Salt Lake city was on like around Christmas time or heading into Christmas. Yes. So, I mean, I don't know how quickly books get turned around, but it is very of the moment people.
1: It really is. It really, really, really is, which is very delightful. Cause usually books aren't so, especially, you know, biographies or whatever. And you're like, Oh, they're talking about their husband. Who's about to die in five years. And it wasn't like that. Cause literally it's like, she's talking about last week.
0: Yeah yeah it's just so good i just can't extol the virtues of it enough
1: it really really is
0: i'm really happy that it was our first book that we have covered for this
1: yeah show and just and that's the thing on snl She was so bad to me. I disliked her as a person.
0: (laughs) No, I did too. I blamed it all on her.
1: You're fucking terrible. What are you doing there? I should be there. What are you doing there?
0: Therefore, you suck and I can't stand you.
1: (laughs) Right. Because we're horrible, judgmental people. But I did. And then I saw her. So when Happy Endings came out, I don't know. I think she may have been the reason I wanted to check it out because I was like, oh, this bitch better. Why is she on a show? She's terrible. And then it was like a light bulb. Like I watched her and then I went, she's perfect. She is. She just wasn't as she just wasn't SNL. And that's not to say she's not good because SNL, because I'm sorry, Keenan Thompson is on there. He's never going to win an Oscar. Let's just let's just say he's never gonna you know what i'm saying so it's just she just wasn't right for it and and in the book she says she, she ideas 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 sketches 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 and they just never gave it a chance nope. and she just didn't fit and you can tell yeah and then happy ending she fits and you can tell and it's just i'm gonna re-watch it too i love it so much
0: yeah, it's on Hulu, in case anyone's curious. It's also interesting because I discovered, and I had read this and I had forgotten about it, but ABC, when they first aired, showed the first season Out of Order. Mm. I don't know why they do that. That also happened with, with Firefly. Yes. And I don't understand why they do that. So I'm like watching it on hulu in the correct order and i'll be like oh i'm on episode two on to see who's in this and i go to imdb and they have it the way that they were aired on abc and i'm like this ah. is not i'm like oh they show this out of order and it's just so weird to me why they do yeah. that because it's like like watching it in the correct order it makes sense things happen sort of sequentially or right. in an order that makes sense
1: there so it's just weird
0: how they make that decision
1: a reason it's not a good reason it's stupid. I forgot what it is, but I've read up on it because of the whole Firefly thing because that's one of the reasons Firefly didn't work. Right. Is because it was out of order. People didn't get it. So people didn't watch and then blah, blah, blah. Um, So there's a reason that makes no sense. It only makes sense in a TV exec's mind and whatever, it's stupid. Yeah, show them in order, people. Come on. Exactly, it's so weird. It just doesn't make any sense.
0: I also love that Megan Mullally plays her mom on Happy Endings. They're just perfect. And
1: okay. I had forgotten that. And then as soon as she said that, I flashed back to that episode and I was like, yeah, that was perfect. That was perfect. That was perfect. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good, read it, listen to it, do it. It'll, it'll, you will love it.
0: Yeah. It is. good. It is Absolutely. I loved where the title comes from when she gets oh to God. that part. Um, it's ah. just, it's great. All the way around. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll get all the feels as the you kids really say today. You really will. And, uh, and that is The Wreckage of My Presence by Casey Wilson. It was great. It was great. Anything else you want to say about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's it for then today. We'll be back next week with a full episode.
1: Yes. We're going to say who it from, is. Go ahead. Julia Roberts julia roberts julia
0: and also we did not uh, mention this last week in the Kristen bell episode was episode 50 for us so this is episode 51 so julia will be our one year check-in mark 52 weeks 52 episodes nice so yeah
1: nice
0: it'll be a big anniversary somebody bring cake
1: that so we can eat through computer
0: screens because we're yep. not together. <laughs> Somebody, uh, post make cake to us.
1: Yes, separately. Separately, Sep- like I get one, he gets one. Exactly. Can- that the Joe's can share. <laughs> I will not be sharing. She doesn't share. Oh, the movies. I'm sorry. One All more right. thing. <laughs> she has. She doesn't share snacks at movies and goes into this whole thing with someone she's going to the movies with like she buys a replica of everything (laughs) she buys for the other person just in case her eating it makes that person feel like they want it she and they're like please don't spend money on stuff i'm not going to eat she's like no 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 it buys me peace (laughs) of mind because i know that you are not going to ask me for what i am currently eating
0: (laughs) I will not give you a vine, a goober, a Reese's piece.
1: I will not give, because, and in your mind, you're thinking, well, that's enough Reese's pieces for two people. And I'm thinking that's not enough Reese's pieces for even myself. So I am not sharing. And I'm just like, yes. Amen, sister. Buy your yes. own shit.
0: Or a slurp of the Dr. Pep.
1: Oh, I don't like Dr. Pepper.
0: I like it. <laughs> Glad okay, we could have well, this
1: discourse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to send us an email, we are at three funny ladies at
1: gmail.com. follow us on the Insta, Three Funny Ladies.
0: Get thee to a bookstore and pick up the wreckage of my presence by Casey Wilson. It is well worth your time.
1: It really is. It really is.
0: And we will be back next week, gang.
1: We shall see you later.
0: Um uh, bye. Uh,
1: bye. I don't know why I just waved.